What's up, Conroe? Welcome to a brand new edition of Nerd Thug Radio, right here on 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations, and we're streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. As always, make sure to check in on the Facebook page, facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio. That's where the magic happens. We post the shows up there. We post cosplay of the day. We're going to need some more content that we're going to put up there. It's an exciting and fun place to go hang out and be the nerd you want to be on Nerd Thug Radio. Yeah. Uh, we're still doing the coronavirus quarantine epidemic here. So coming to us from Anchor, via Anchor, from Studio Q, Little Brother Nico. That is I. I'm real far away in a safe location, <laughs> underground. No one will ever find me. <laughs> Does the uh, put you there? No. <laughs> <laughs> the rioters were several blocks away. Um... <laughs> Uh yeah, so we've got a little bit of the 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 scare and 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 house and casa DLG. So yeah, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, but it's... see if you're still alive by next week. We'll find out. We'll find out. So like, so the interesting thing with roommates is like, even though there's shared space, there's also kept space. Like mm-hmm. you're never too close to your roommates. Um, yeah, unless you're like really close. Unless you're like, unless you're like inappropriate roommates, and then it's a totally different story. Yeah, uh, but the reality is like, I don't spend a lot of time around my roommates, so I think the outcome is going to be different here than in. So like, it's not a family house. Like, I don't have to sit next to somebody at dinner. Mm-hmm. Like they they just had a meal. I took a nap. You know what I mean? Like we're not even on the same schedules. So. Oh, you're not on the same schedule as anyone. Yeah. You're living Corey hours all the time. Listen, Corey time is the best time because it is a relaxing time. It's true. It's also uh, an efficient time because, like, when I want to work, I can't do anything else because there's nothing else to do. Right. It's really a genius idea. It kind of is. I'm a bit of a maverick uh, connoisseur of the thought processes, if you will, you know. I changed the world. Um, A real philosopher here. (laughs) I'm an idiot uh, who just has his own schedule. There's really no way around that. Um, Look, in ancient Greece, you would have been uh, one of those philosophers. It's like, I do what I want. Rules are nothing. And the rest of Greece was like, he seems cool, though. (laughs) (laughs) And so they wrote about him. It seems odd, right? Like, um... I believe it's Plato who never wrote anything. Yeah. And so, like, everyone else... Yeah. He was so eccentric and weird that everyone else talked about him. Like... Yeah, Socrates wrote Plato's writing. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, and that's why, like, if you go, like, early Plato, it's, like, more what he said, and then later it's like, oh, this is just Socrates now, because he's his own person. (laughs) Socrates is like, I believe... I mean, Plato believes... Right. Because <laughs> Plato didn't write anything down. Nothing. He wrote nothing. So I'm like Plato, except I write my stuff down. But I'm not a philosopher. I'm a writer. But same right. concept. Like, so yeah. weird that other people talk about me. I'm okay with that. Yeah. I don't I don't have delusions here. I'm, I can do that. I'm okay with this. Yeah, I'm all right with that. Um... It is the summer, so if you're from Texas, it is it is the invasion of cockroach season. Uh, uh, it's also it's also a billion degrees outside. Right, hundred degrees outside. Today, 
today the uh, today the feels like temperature was like 113. That's a feel was, number, by the way. It, it was feels like I don't I can't, awesome. I don't want to have conversations about feels like because to me it always feels like we're just. You know what it feels like to be in the surface of the sun. Like I don't have a frame of reference, but it feels like it. So right. that's why I can't play that game. Look, when someone's like temperature. Hey, it feels like 98 degrees outside. No, 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 no. It feels really hot. Just say it feels hot. It's hot. It's hot. It feels hot. Feels cold. A great, feels a hot. great way to, th- a great way to think about it because none of the temperatures are this. Like none of the temperature conversions are the same. Is to think about it in feelings. <laughs> so uh, Fahrenheit is how people feel. Uh, Celsius is how water feels, and Kelvin is how space feels. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good, Nico. I like that. Who told you that? It was a joke I stole off the internet. But it's surprisingly true and very efficient. It really is. I like it a lot. Because saying zero degrees means nothing because every form of measurement is literally different. (laughs) Well, and also it makes no sense. Like, what what is... Like, it feels like at zero water should freeze, but it's already frozen, so... Yeah, it's been frozen for 32 degrees. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh, and 100 degrees seems amazing, uh, but, like, chemically nothing really happens at 100 degrees. Like, Yeah, it's like uh, things exist. Like, we're we're 100 degrees, but it doesn't feel that way. Oh, my God. Don't tell them. You're, I don't really know that I believe that. I think I come in at a cool 95. Uh, I think I'm at, like, a cool 100 every time. They take your temperature, and they're just like, well, you have the plague. And you're like, no, no, I just run hot. I run hot. It's heat. This is this is spicy, Nico. <laughs> when it goes above a hundred, they're like, all right, maybe this time. Tell me, tell me, you wouldn't want to be known as spicy, Nico. <laughs> Definitely spicy, Nico. That's almost the second best nickname you've ever gotten. It's true. The first one, of course, being Rico, Nico. My hero clicks name. Who could who could forget? I think that is the stupidest and best screen name ever. Because Rico Suave about you. Zero percent. Like the closest thing is that the the second part of my name is Eco. <laughs> I got one R. <laughs> Just erase the little bottom half of the end, and then bam, you're there. We got it, boys. Got it. We're there. Oh my god! I just it's all to... lowercase too. Like so, it's I know, not even. It's very casual. So like <laughs> people are reading it, not knowing what to expect. So they're like out loud. They're like Rico, Nico. What? What is this? And I'm like, hello. Yes, it is I. <laughs> I get to crack up laughing every time. <laughs> um. So I've been playing um. Uh, XCOM two. You know, I like to play something. I like to play a video game of some kind, like. When I get up to sort of elevate my competitiveness a little bit to try and get get my gears going, get your brain functioning. <laughs> I gotta tell you, man, XCOM Two. Um, first of all, it was on it was on sale, so like the super edition with all the downloads was like uh, under twenty bucks. Uh, the PlayStation Network, if you're a PlayStation Plus member, has been doing like crazy deals. Mm-hmm. So I. I this was a. I played the uh, the old XCOM on PlayStation three, four. I don't remember. Anyway, I played the old XCOM and I enjoyed it. So I was like, okay, well this this could 
I'll play this. So I got in, started playing it. The regular version feels easy. The mm-hmm. DLC version is impossible. <laughs> it is impossible. It is it's called Rise of the Chosen. Alright. And in this version, so in the regular version, uh the story is kind of cool. At the end of XCOM, you win and you push them away. Well, XCOM 2, the story is, oh no, it turns out you lost. And you're now the resistance. And the world has been infiltrated for 20 years now. It's been controlled by the aliens, and now you're trying to take it back. Um, and so, in regular version, you're building a resistance yourself. In Rise of the Chosen... There's already a resistance networks that exist on their own resistance forces. And there's three factions that you have to work with. It's crazy. So you're like, are you like trying to like politic your way through as well? So there's politic and there's also, you know, warring and fighting. Um, but even crazier than that, in there was downloadable content for the first version. For the for the non right for the normal version, where one of the old scientists from the first game basically went through and, and like made a bunch of like super monsters, and as you would fight them, they would show up from place to place until you killed them. They can teleport in and out, so they would find where you were and they would teleport to you and they would attack you. Well, in Rise of the Chosen, they take it to a new level. The bad guys have like super monsters that work for them. Awesome. And so three of them are on the planet separately, competitively hunting you. So you're at war with the three of them. And then on top of that, um, <laughs> the super monsters still exist, but now they're also guarding key bases. Oh, fantastic. So you have to be able to fight them. And then once you get through and destroy the key base, now they don't have somewhere to go, so they chase you through missions. Oh, awesome. So, like, now when you go into a mission, um, you have objectives you have to complete, and then sometimes halfway through, or sometimes you're in the middle of a firefight, or sometimes you're outnumbered and you're trying to figure out a strategy to get out of it, and then a super monster just teleports on the other side of the map and starts running at you. Ah, sick. So what you're telling me is that everything has gone wrong, and you have to somehow piece your life together. It is perpetually the most stressful situation. <laughs> like, and then they put situations into the con- like battlefield conditions of the maps. So you could have a field team of six troops, okay? Mm-hmm. Well, then on one of them, it was it was one I had to have done. And then they go sit situation stealth team, and I was like, I don't know what that means, and I didn't read the little thing. Stealth team means you only take three people with you, not oh, six. Sweet. So three people had to go in, and then one of the two conditions for that battlefield was eliminate all the enemies. And so I get through most of the enemies, and for whatever reason, it keeps like I can't. The last enemy doesn't come into the. So I get in this huge firefight. Usually, when there's a big firefight, the rest of the troops on the map will come into it because they can hear it. Well, so I get in this crazy firefight where I'm running around and I'm fighting people left and right and left and right. And I'm like, 
I'm holding my breath kind of because I'm like, there's only three of us. Uh, but we, we get through it. And I'm like, holy crap, did we really just survive that? And like we did good. So I was like, oh, man, this is great. Uh, but then like it didn't trigger the end of the mission. It was like, yeah, you still got to eliminate the bad guys, dude. And I was like, oh, no. So I had to go find more bad guys. Well, there's a freaking walking mech tank sitting in a back corner of, of this mission just waiting. Awesome. So after killing armored robots and people and aliens, I then turn a corner and there's a giant walking tank, like tripod style. Like it stands up and it's, it's like towering over everything and it can see over all cover and all that. Like, cool. So the three of them have to kill a super walking tank next. By themselves after getting into a huge firefight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, all right, well, uh, it's been nice knowing you guys. Uh, Goodbye. Yeah, when the tank stood up, I went, oh, no. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Oh, oh no. <laughs> this is not good. Pretty sure that was the exact reaction on Hoth. <laughs> We're like, oh, oh, God. Oh, oh, my. Um, so, so, yeah, XCOM 2, Rise of the Chosen. It's impossible, and I think that's probably their motto. It's not a good sign when, like, in the game, they've built into the features like, do you want to carry your dead off the battlefield? Mm. <laughs> mm. Yes. <laughs> it takes like a it takes like a whole new level to like the strategy. Like strategy games are hard joke because like like RTSs and like total wars are actually relatively difficult, and then games like Fire Emblem, which has like notoriously hard battles and like permadeath so like a character you've been like grinding your entire way could just die and that's it he's never coming back yeah and that's exactly what these guys so they level up so like the the, the more missions the, the better they do the more points they have the better they are yeah they level up so like when they die on the battlefield it's a hit because you're like uh this is a super dude who could super ninja knife people and, and was like like they gain special abilities the longer you have them so when they die you're like uh i'm stuck with a regular guy now now i have to regular guy now i have to train regular guy now i have to get attached to regular guy yeah. and then i have to watch regular guy's lifeless body be carted off the battlefield <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy uh, and right now, one of my snipers has been captured. So you can, you can send them on covert missions, but you don't get to control those. And right now, one of my snipers got captured on a covert mission. Um, By people or aliens? Aliens. Aliens. Oh, this is not good. Yeah. So now one of the hunters has my sniper. And, like, I don't know. Like, I don't even know how to get him back. Like, it wasn't an option. They just told me they have them. And every once in a while, she pops up on screen bragging that she has them. And I'm like, I know. I know you do. I know, because I really need them. And you told me I don't have them. Yeah. <laughs> it's, um... It's a frustrating. It's a frustrating game. Really, truly. Yeah, it's 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 the it's, it's the addition of fifty new complexities that I think makes it a little bit harder. Yeah, and part of it is resource management too. So you have these different elements. You have alloys, power cores, supplies, and intel, and all of them are in a quantified amounts. And oh God! Some of them you get from battles. Some of them you get from completing missions. 
some of them you get if you take your ship and scan certain spots for X amount of time. But then you also have to go you're perpetually racing against the clock because the bad guys, the aliens are working on a new project that's going to win the war for them. And it has a little meter building up the whole time you're playing. And so it'll tell you, Hey, they built a new facility to help facilitate their little plan. So you have to track down the facilities while you're managing resources, while you're doing all of the other stuff, while you're helping the factions, while you're hunting the chosen, while you're running away from super bosses, like, (laughs) (laughs) It's stressful. <laughs> There's a couple things you got to keep track of. And the, the couple things is everything. Everything. Uh, it, is, it is most certainly a multi-layered and impressive game. But what's most interesting to me is that it's, the, it's DLC. But it completely makes a brand new game. So like if you'd have bought XCOM and played your way through it, you'd be like, yeah, it was okay. It wasn't bad. I enjoyed that. And then with the new DLC, you were like, Holy smokes, what have they done? Yeah, because now they've changed everything. Right. Well, I think of, like, Minecraft. Minecraft with, like, a couple mod packs, like, completely changes the experience. Like, completely orients your goals completely differently. So, like, it's interesting to see, like, something small in, like, scale. Like, probably just adding, you know, the factions would have changed the game dramatically. Exactly, but they didn't just go, hey, we made a factions DLC. Right. They went, we added like 12 new things, and now like you have to deal with all of them. And it's a completely different experience. It's basically a new game. And the factions are vastly different. So one of them is like force building Jedi types, one of them is like stealthy sniper types. And one of them is beefy tank types that are uh, deserters from the alien army. Oh, like, so they're aliens? Yeah. So the aliens have like a hive collective mind, and then little like one by one they they break free or they break off, and something traumatic happens, and so they form this elite group. That's kind of cool. It is kind of cool. Uh, like the story is interesting. Also, when you go to any missions in the city, uh, in any city, like big urban environment, there are essentially zombies called the Lost. Um, And they change the mechanics to where if you kill a zombie with a gunshot, you get a bonus action to keep shooting. So basically, you have to shoot your way through them in waves. That's kind of cool. It is, but it's very nerve-wracking because like, They'll, they'll shoot a ton of them at you. And they'll all be like three hit ones or whatever. But there's a ton of them. Yeah, because there's a million of them. Because they're all zombies. Right. And they come stumble running through the city at you. Like, it's terrible. That's terrifying. It's like a, it's like the flood from Halo. Oh. Yeah. Like, zombies are like the most terrifying like thing ever. And they're called the lost. Like, That's a good yeah, it's, it's pretty spooky. Yeah, and they're just like they're just like weird moans screaming at you. They got like fungus on them. It's bad. Yeah, like those are those are always the most disturbing. They're like freak of nature, like the Last of Us clickers or like the flood from Halo, or just like horrifying, like body horror screeching nightmares. And you're like, well, this is I'm gonna never sleep again. Right, right. Man, Last of Us came out. I still haven't played it. Uh, have you played it yet? 
Uh, I haven't, but my cousin, who's a, a big Last of Us uh, fan, uh, has played it. Uh, it's pretty impressive. He says it's uh, it's pretty good. I, he didn't he didn't enjoy the story as much as the first one, but I, that seems to be a general consensus. But like he said, the gameplay was really good. That's interesting. I'm hearing a lot of people say that the story isn't their favorite, which intrigues me a little bit. Um, I I like I know I know what happens in the story, and the thing I hate about it is that it's it's nonlinear, and I hate nonlinear stories. Oh, like it skips around in time. Yeah, like I'm not I'm not opposed to like a flashback or like going in depth on explaining someone's motivations and stuff. It's just like it has to be ordered correctly or like I don't care. <laughs> no, that's fair. You're not I mean, listen, that makes you know, I'm with you on that. Um I don't know. I just I have the strong disdain for nonlinear stories for some reason because I, I started thinking about it when he was talking about it and I was like Trendy, But why would they do that? Is there one that you even like? No, I can't think of one. Okay, that's pretty impressive. Um, the music from the trailer, though, I super love. Oh yeah, no, the trailer is amazing. Like, the music is really good, and like, there's certain like, like there's certain parts of the gameplay that makes like the like the brutal world of Last of Us like incredibly like it's like savage. Oh yeah, yeah. Like so you'll kill some them. you'll kill someone, and like they'll call out for like their dead teammates. Like it's awful. <laughs> Todd, Todd, and they're dead. Yeah, and then they're dead, or like they'll run away. Like it's terrible. That's awesome. I mean, not awesome, awesome. Like I'm not a serial killer, but that is awesome. Like it's impressive. Yeah. Um, game. There's a lot of big games coming out though. I guess we'll do video games right now. So like, there's the Assassin's Creed Viking game. I don't know what it's called. Valhalla, maybe. I think it's yeah, Valhalla. I think I'm gonna wind up getting that, which will be the first Assassin's Creed game I've bought in about. 13 years? I haven't been around for that long. (laughs) Did you you play the first Assassin's Creed? Yeah. Uh, And it wasn't any... uh, I played the first Assassin's Creed when I lived with Domino and Katie in my... in the rent house. So we'd live together through an apartment lease. I was probably 25. So it's been 11 years. Okay. Um, and I didn't enjoy as much the hiding aspect of it. Like, I just wanted to fight everybody. Right. Well, in the later games would have been more for you. Yeah, that's what, that's what it looks like over time. And now this one just looks super BA, so I'm excited about that. Yeah. Uh, and then Cyberpunk 2077 at some point will come out. Yeah, that's happening. And, like, all the, all the people who have, like, got, like, early copies or, like, the been able to take place in like the test and stuff has been like yeah this is impressive <laughs> uh, and then the Avengers game yeah that's still happening there's still the Madden game there's still the NBA game uh, PS4 or uh, P- PlayStation Plus just gave away NBA 2K20 oh, that's cool so I now have that downloaded I've literally played about 10 minutes of it um, awesome playing the XCOM um, there are like and then the PlayStation 5 comes out. Like, we are right on the edge of it. Man, the PlayStation 5 looks amazing. I'm I've seen I'm so excited. Demon Souls remake and the Miles Morales Spider-Man game. Like, I'm already there. There's two games I want for it. That's all I need. I, need, I, I want to get it, but I need that Miles Morales game. I mean, yeah, that's fair. Um, but yeah, I just... 
uh, there's a lot of interesting games coming up that I'm sort of, uh, you know me, I, I don't get, I don't get up for video games anymore. Like, yeah, the, there's not a ton of games these days where I'm like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. Um, well, I, I, I think sadly, I think the last game I actually like played to completion was like April of last year, and that was Sekiro. Oh, yeah, that was your, it. Your ninja game. That's right. Yeah, that's it. I haven't played. Like, I haven't made time for any games at all. The only game I've ever actually 100 percent it was Spider Man. Yeah. See, and that was a while ago. But that was two years ago. Last year. Last year. Last year. I think last year. <sighs> Nothing feels like last year anymore. It's because this year's not real. Like we're already halfway <laughs> through, and it's like, when was last year? <laughs> um. All right, we're going to jump out to a break here. When we come back, we got more Nerd Thug Radio coming your way. The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon, and coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. Hey, Conros, this is Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio, hanging out here, just enjoying my quarantine time at home, and I hope everyone else is doing the same, social distancing and minding their manners and listening to the orders while we get all this health stuff, health crisis straightened out and get this pandemic under control. I hope everyone's doing their part to flatten the curve, but doing their part also means supporting small businesses. Local businesses here in Conroe, uh, restaurants, things of that nature that have been able to stay open, they require the support of their community. So takeouts uh, is a good option to do. So reach out to those places, order some takeout food if you can afford it and if it's reasonable. Uh, I'm not asking anyone to risk their health, but the community has always relied on itself to support itself. And this is one of those times where as Conroe, we can stand up together and take care of small businesses and entrepreneurs who have been taking care of us this whole time, helping Montgomery County grow into one of the fastest growing counties in all of America. Uh, thank you very much and stay safe and stay tuned for more Nerd Thug Radio. This is Rudy Townjanovich and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. What's up, Conroe? Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio right here on 104.5, 106.1, sister station, and streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. As always, you can check us out on the website, facebook.com backslash nerdthugradio. <clears throat> we're hanging out there. Where it's where we do cosplayers of the day and all the other fun stuff, post shows. We're going to have some more content coming their way. We are right now in the middle of the hashtag Summer of Nerd. Um, what you need to know about that is you need to be taking screen grabs of you liking, sharing, or subscribing the show. Email those screen grabs to nerdthugradio at gmail.com. Uh, every screen grab you email is an entry, unlimited entries, and those entries put you into a drawing to win a PlayStation 4, Xbox One, or Nintendo Switch, winner's choice, value up to $300. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I think I nailed it that time. That feels like the most linear way to do that. Yep. <coughs> That's a big deal. I mean, this is a whole, I know there's a whole generation of consoles on the horizon, but uh, you get this one for free. All you got to do is support the show. Yeah, and honestly... Giving back. I mean, if you go Switch, you're pretty safe. There's not a new Switch coming anytime soon. 
But yeah, that's true. That's true. They still got a lot of stuff coming to that. And even if you go Xbox, I know they're talking about it, but I haven't heard any kind of like date or anything. That's true. That's still a ways away. The earliest one to the game is the PlayStation Five. Do you think that's? Do you think that's inter- Like, is that too early? Are they ahead of it? Uh, no, because this isn't. I mean, this isn't like brand new news. But it's only been ten years. What do you mean? Since PlayStation Four, it hasn't even been ten years, has it? It's been like seven. Yeah. I mean, that's about normal. Is it? Yeah. Um, and we already we already got we already basically got like the console one point five edition with like the PS4 Pro. So this is about the time they start rolling up the new boys. I mean it's still a while. It's not like it's happening tomorrow. Maybe. Um I don't know. I just feel like I feel like this is ahead of, uh, I feel like this is I mean, tech technology advances pretty quickly. It's hard to stay Chained to the old technology, maybe they just want to push something because they they have a lot they want to do with it. That's fair. That's fair. Um, uh, I don't know. It's tough to say. It's tough to say. Tough. Uh, I feel like this is early though, because like I'm still getting really good. Like I'm I'm enjoying XCOM right now. I'm still getting great games out of my PlayStation Four. But and you can enjoy that. Well, I mean, the same is true. Like every video game console, like still exists. Like, yeah, there's but still like, great the games you can go back and play. But like when the PlayStation Two came out, and maybe I'm wrong about how many years apart. Maybe I am, but it really, really felt like it was time. I mean, the PlayStation released in what ninety five. You're the historian. You're the one who knows this. The PlayStation 2 was like... 2000... I think. No, Xbox is 2000. Years is two of these. But then the PlayStation 3 came out in like... 2006. Yeah. Yeah. Um, PlayStation... No, it it was 2000. It was six years. Okay, so maybe it is every six, seven years then. I mean, perhaps. I don't know. It's... <sighs> yeah. Because PS4 releases... PS4 released in November 2016. Oh, that's the Pro. Hold on. That's pretty close to right. 20- no, that's just the... That's the Pro. Hold on. PS4... I think that's just a pro. Uh, I got the PS4 when I got in my car. The same Christmas I was in my uh, my car was getting rebuilt from the accident. Uh, yeah, that's that's 2013. PS4 is from 2013. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Okay. PS4 Pro is 2016. Yeah, that's the one with the yes, correct. A okay. fancy one. Yeah. Maybe I mean maybe it's right on time, or maybe it's a little late. I guess I don't know. From 95 to 2020 is only 25 years, obviously. And we're on our fifth. So every five years, we're averaging a new PlayStation? Yeah, but this one's seven. Because one and two are relatively close together. They're about four years. Wow. Time used to just drag. 
Well, like, if you look at the difference between, like, the PS, like, look at the difference between, like, like the the joke is, like, that's not really a joke, it's just a... Oh, jam, right? Say it again, you, you broke up there. Oh, I think I, I messed with my headphones, sorry. Yeah, I can't do that. Um, it was NBA Jam and NBA 2K20 came out, like, in someone's lifetime. Like hmm. someone could have played both of those games. Uh, people did play. But I played both of those games. Right. <laughs> I've now played you, exactly both of those games. You played both of those games. Like the amount of advancement in technology is insane. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty accurate. Well, any of those games. Uh, you were the one who pointed out the uh, Tom Brady meme, where it was like Madden 2000, and he looks he looks like uh like a bad drawing of Cloud. Right. In a football uniform. And then <laughs> you fast forward to now and it looks like a freaking moving picture in the video game. Like Right, yeah. It's like this you can this is literally Tom like Tom Brady's a real person that you can see. Right. That's what blows my mind is but I mean I guess if we're making these advances this quick and we're just to the point now where hardware needs to be upgraded, I guess that's what it is. I almost wonder like when do we just move over to, to the upgrade it yourself? Is that what it, I mean? Is that who PC is? Like, yeah, that's exactly what PC is. But I don't want to. I don't want to become a PC player because I can't shoot a mouse. You can get controllers for your PC. Really? You can use your yeah. You can use your PlayStation controllers for your PC. I've always been told that that was like cheating. Like they don't respect that. No, it's not that they don't respect it. It's just that you you play how you like. PC players are. Like, unless you're, like, a real elitist, like, they're just like, play whatever you want, man. It's fine. Play whatever you want. It's cool. It's cool. Look, I, I have friends that spent several thousand dollars on a PC setup, and the only thing they do is play League of Legends, which you can play on, like, a Macintosh from the 90s. Like, <laughs> like it doesn't really matter. <laughs> That's kind of interesting. That's kind of funny, actually. Um... All right, before we get too much further into anything, Nico, why don't you tell everybody about our friends, The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More. The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More is open. However, you are required to wear a mask if you're to come in-store. They do have table space, but it is only at 50% capacity. And they do have private rooms if you so desire. You can get those with your loyalty points if you start saving those up for you. Uh, So, on Wednesday... They had started Free Comic Book Day coming this week, and you can still get your uh, stamp and get your free books. And every week you can come in to get a stamp. This goes through September 9th, so nine weeks. This is a long event. Uh, And you can turn in your your little passport they give you for uh, in-store loyalty points that you can use for various discounts or other rewards. So this is a huge deal. Come in. Uh, they do have their monthly miniature painting. This week is Tooth and Claw, $5 entry free. Um, winner receives $15 in-store credit and gets to display their piece. And we still have the Friday game night from 5 to 8, Star Wars game night. Uh, this is X-Wing, Star Wars Legion, Outer Rim. Tons of different games you can play for Star Wars. If you have any questions about them, this is a great time to come on in and ask. And Sunday... From four to eight is the D D Adventures League. So sixteen and up, five dollars to just to play, or if you make a purchase of five dollars in store, all you just get to sit down and play for free. 
So I saw the announcement uh, Tuesday, Governor Abbott's extending the school closure order. Uh, it looks like schools will have the option to be online only this fall, uh, but it's an opt-in, I think. Um, it feels like we're getting closer and closer to just saying, close it down again. Yeah. yeah like the thing is, is just a, a, a wait it out as, as long as possible kind of situation that we're in. And I think people are waiting for some kind of break in it, but I don't think it's going to happen all the time. I don't think anybody's... I mean, it doesn't just stop. Like, it's not just going to get over it. So. Right, and that's the thing is I don't think I don't think enough people are participating in any kind of real plan. And also, I think our plan is flawed. I think doing the essential businesses thing still left us extremely vulnerable. There's too many people still coming in and out. Yeah, I mean, the other option is that we don't function as a society, unfortunately. Well, but, you know, we always talk about that. We always say that. And I hate to be the bearer of the uh, Dell report, but internationally, that's exactly what they did. You know what I mean? Like, they just took a hit for for four weeks, five weeks, six weeks. Uh, In Canada, the government, the Canadian government asked way more people to stay home, and they just paid everyone $2,000 a month for four or five months. They said, look, here's two G's. You guys figure it out. Everyone stay home. Do not come out of your house. Right. And they so suspended Canada, a bunch of stuff. But all these countries are way smaller than us. I mean, It's easier for them to do that but we versus also, us. But, but think about this. We also went ahead and paid people. And then we gave away a bunch more money to businesses that then turned around and closed. Like if we'd have just given that money to people... We would have saved money, first of all. I, I don't. I don't disagree on what. Like, like, I don't. I don't think this was handled perfectly, and I also don't think that. You know, some some businesses needed that money, but others they they really didn't, and they didn't well, the airlines, doing anything with it. The airlines took the money, and then a month later announced layoffs. Like, wait a minute! Wait a minute! <laughs> the whole point was that so you didn't do that. You specifically, had money earmarked for you, and then you still. The Catholic Church, for some reason, got a uh, billion dollars. Hey, man, gotta gotta employ the Catholic Church. Well, here's what I don't understand. First of all, the Catholic Church doesn't pay taxes, so no, I don't, I don't think they should get any government money. Um, but then the second part is uh, a lot of them were were bankrupt or or heading towards bankruptcy because of settlements for their own issues with children. If you remember correctly. So, why are we bailing him out for that? Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't have the answers for you, Chief. Like, it's a lot of bad behavior on top of bad behavior. Where, where the, the other alternative is, we just pay everyone, just stay home, just stay home. Um, and that would have been, I think, the better answer. I think. I, I mean, it just feels like it. it just. With the gift of hindsight, it looks incredibly obvious that the ones who stayed home and just gutted it out are on the other side of it now, looking way better than we are. Yeah, but what are you going to do? Hindsight's twenty twenty. If it were me, if I were Governor Abbott, what I would have done is July 1st, I would have shut down. And then I would have just hammered asking for for through FEMA, 
because it's already been declared a national disaster, I would have hammered for some sort of FEMA aid for everyone in Texas. No one's done it yet. We could always escape to New Zealand. If they're taking we- applications, Nico, I'm I like first of all, gorgeous country I hear. Gorgeous. Um it's on the list of places I want to go. Um but yeah, I just I mean I I, I don't want to keep harping on the same stuff over and over and over. I just don't see I don't see how our plan of doing nothing except opening stuff has been effective. It's hard to say. Is we'll it find out. Is I think it? we'll find out. Again, this is, unfortunately, this is an in-due-time response. But but you do recognize, do you recognize that the, that we are the worst in the world at this at this point? Oh, no, I don't, I don't doubt that. So doesn't that, like, doesn't that say something about our plan? Like, when we're getting outplayed by Brazil and Argentina and New Zealand. I thought Brazil was on fire. Brazil Brazil. was, the rainforest was burning all the way up until COVID. And then they, like, everyone went inside. So they don't even know if they're on fire now. No, because wasn't, wasn't the Brazilian president the one that never shut anything down? And every everyone was like, are you going to do anything? And he said no. Yeah, he uh, he did nothing. And they were actually still ahead of us. Um, they might have. Oh, maybe, maybe that was maybe that was the answer. <laughs> do nothing. Uh, yeah. Switzerland also chose to do nothing because they thought herd immunity. When we knew nothing about the virus, herd immunity was like a real option. Right. So Switzerland was like, we're going to do the herd immunity thing. So we're just going to play this out. And they are now suffering in like, they're calling it like a third wave, but the reality is the first wave never went away kind of thing. Right. And well, now, I mean, it's, it's just infected. And then, because yeah. it takes so long to kick in. Well, and then the, well, there, what we're learning, I don't, I think is that there isn't, no, there's not going to be herd immunity for this because you can get it again. <laughs> like, that's the that's the stupid part. If you can get it again, there's no such thing as herd immunity, right? So, and I, I think that's going to be one of the issues as they develop vaccines and treatments and all that is because we didn't contain this in the beginning and it got worldwide. I don't know now what you do to get rid of it, but I do know what we should do right now to try and just control our own situation. Because like Texas itself, the numbers just keep getting worse and worse. So. Yeah, I, I mean, I thankfully, our deaths are still super low. So, unless like a third of the population dies tomorrow, I think we'll be all right. Well, well, but that's the problem, right? Like, our deaths are super low right now because we we've still been able to give resources to them. Like, it's only once we cross that threshold, and then the deaths—that's what happened in New York, right? Like, they were okay, okay, okay until they cross a line, and then. Well, a lot of a lot of what happened in New York was a lot of poor management because what happened is that a lot of their elderly patients got sick and they went back to like nursing homes that's a there's a lot i think it's like i think almost two-thirds yeah it's like 60 percent yeah yeah it's like sixty thousand deaths but like i think almost i think two-thirds of it somehow somewhere around that number were like just the elderly because they had they sent them back to nursing homes and basically infected a bunch of people well and they sent them and this was this was one of those things where we didn't know enough yet yeah, the CDC guidelines at that point were like, "Yeah, nursing homes have beds and nurses, so send them back to nursing homes, so you can keep those beds open for other people." Um, but no one knew how contagious it was. Yeah, so that just 
Like, it just did kill a bunch of people. Right. There's no other way around it. Yeah, it did. No, it did. It killed a bunch of people. But it also, so even if you take those 60 deaths away, I think they had, I think, I think they're 135 or something like that for the state. And so there's still 70. And those 70 happened very quickly in the months of, you know, May. And it, it comes about as you could keep people alive until you run out of hospital beds, right? Like, that's the, that's the uh, duh of it. And then once you don't have hospital beds, you can't keep anybody alive. So, you know. Also, uh, it's just a weird, it's a weird thing because I, I was, I was listening to uh, a, Dallas, a doctor in Dallas said a, a, very, a healthy 20 year old uh, had himself a stroke while he was suffering from COVID. And while he will recover from COVID, he will have permanent brain damage. Yeah, because of the stroke. That's crazy. That's crazy. We got virus going no. on that's like destroying people. Yeah, no, it's nothing. It's nothing to scoff at. But uh, it's, but it's yeah, a very I, real problem. Uh, so we're gonna transition into the WWE. Speaking of real problems, COVID has basically murdered their business. Oh yeah, no, for sure. They they're literally an entire like the reason they dominate social media is because they're like the real life version of it. <laughs> That's pretty good. Um but yeah, they are at what they're at a pretty low point right now. They just posted their worst ratings, I think I read ever on USA. Ooh, all right. Mm-hmm. I'm so glad to see that the bribing worked. Yeah, is at an all-time low. And part of that is just the product. You, you, I mean, it's hard to watch. They're they're leaning more towards more stage stuff to more video stuff, more, you know, more elaborately planned segments, blah, 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 more TV stuff. They used to do a bunch of TV stuff in the 80s. Um, <laughs> where, like... Uh... Uh, who was it? They were just telling the story. That, oh, uh, Goldust and Rowdy Roddy Piper had a feud going on in like early nineties, late eighties, somewhere right around there. And so they went out to they went out to L.A. and at catering they had a hardcore match outside, like in this lot, and that was filmed like the week before. And then the day of the match, they show that first, and then the match. And then Goldust stumbles in like he's been running from Roddy Piper this whole time and stumbles in to the ring and then they have the match. Mm. Um, so they're doing more stuff like that? Yeah, they're going back to that, which is their old school roots, which, listen, sometimes it works, sometimes it was stupid. Uh, the Undertaker sometimes cuts some like the coolest promos. Him and Jake the Snake used to cut these great televised promos, like these TV promos were like, they're in a basement or, or dungeon. They were given props. Like, they were actually given time to come up with something. Like, really interesting stuff. And then other times, it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but that was, that was like, kind of the joy of wrestling. And it was the hit and miss of it, right? Like, everyone remembers the big hits. But it's like, yeah, but this is, like, a, like a 30, 40-year business. Of course they're going to have misses. Yeah, no, for sure. And, like... And some guys, if you only train for one thing your whole life, and then you've got to learn something slightly different, maybe you're no good at it at all. Like, yeah, if all I do is live stuff, and then all of a sudden you're going to put me in front of a TV camera 
and I'm in a totally different environment and there's no audience, like there's a real opportunity there for it to be completely different and maybe way worse. Right. Or way better if it somehow works out that way. <laughs> but not everyone's that lucky. <laughs> no, not everyone's that lucky. <laughs> and all the smaller people got let go anyway, so it doesn't even matter. It's not like you oh, can shine man. now. There's, there's a lot of there's a lot of that. There's just a lot of that. Um there's some cool stuff coming up, but we I, we I mean look, you, you you sow what you reap. I mean like that's true. You do shady stuff, you let go of people, and then look at you. You're doing the worst you've ever had before. Yeah, no enthusiasm, no support, because I'll tell you one thing. You know, despite the crazy times, people want to still have fun and want to enjoy the things that they enjoy. If you make something that's good, people are going to find it, and they're going to like it. Like, there's no way around it. So, like, if you just made good wrestling, like, Maybe you didn't need the audience, or maybe you only needed like a really small one. Like I don't know. No, I don't disagree with that. I think I think good content is still finding its way to the world. Netflix is a good example of that. Yeah, um, like Netflix is. Fingers like that. I mean, maybe it's just the release dates coincided, but I think it also gave them like the opportunity to like push out some like really cool animated stuff, well, especially stuff that came out early. Well, and I think like they definitely took advantage of this. And pushed out, like, comedy was probably one of those easy things for them to sit on. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, these comedic specials can be filmed anytime and then come out. Um, then I think, like, stuff like The Old Guard, they probably finished filming right before all this happened. You know? Yeah. Um, but they've been... I, I mean, it's got to be hard to, to not be able to make new content right now. Like, the well, everyone's got to be getting pretty close to the bottom of the well, right? But maybe not, because we're about to do a new season of Umbrella Academy. The Boys is about to come out. Um, I mean, maybe maybe everybody's going to be just fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got Hamilton on Disney+. And that's interesting because they used a 2016 recorded version of it. Right. Well, it's all the. I think the the reason they did that was because it's all the uh, it's all the original cast. Because I didn't I didn't know this because uh, I'm not a big Broadway person, but they don't always use the same cast for all the shows. Yeah, yeah. No, like when the show goes on the road, they'll have a brand new cast. It'll be like a travel cast. Like uh, Lin Manuel Miranda won't travel nationally for the show. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I hear. I hear. Post the first run, he probably left. Yeah, he has because he has his uh, he has an understudy that like I've I've heard about before. Yeah, listen, um, you're right, but that's you're exactly right. The Broadway cast usually will will be together for like the first run, and then it's very rare that the cast stays together. As a matter of fact, I distinctly remember there was a show that toured nationally that was literally advertising the original cast was together for this, and that was a big deal. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what show; it might have been Cats. That movie is just tragic, but which one of being like a terrible movie? <laughs> but I hear the play wasn't all that great either. Well, I I don't know, but I know it was on Broadway. I, I, like it, it was on stage, and I might Broadway is a particular place, but it was oh, on yeah. stage. It was in Broadway, and it was on stage for like twenty years straight. Yeah, no, and like I think a lot of people like they like the costuming and stuff like that, but like they they took everything like so literal. For the movie, 
Oh yeah, no, for sure, it was bad. Well, also it was bad because it it, it came out too soon. They weren't done editing it. There are scenes where like Judy Dench still has a human hand and things like that. It's terrifying. It's like the most horrifying computer graphics you've ever seen in your life. Yeah, and also I don't. I mean, it was just it was poorly done. Like if you have somebody like Taylor Swift, you don't make her unrecognizable into a cat. Like. You figure out a way to make that work. You know what? How I mean? funny would it have been if like everyone was a cat, right? And then there's just Taylor Swift, just as Taylor Swift, the tiny version of her. Yeah, they could have given her mouse ears and fed her to a cat at the end. I don't know. Like they could have done something though. I don't know. Um, but yeah. All right, we're gonna jump out here. Um, I want to thank everybody for listening, as always, on behalf of little brother Nico and myself. Same nerd thug time, same nerd thug channel. As always, take care, wash your hands, be safe, be clean, be kind. Look out for each other. Um, call your congressman. Tell him how you feel about what's going on right now. Uh, Senator John Cornyn here in Texas is up for re-election. And maybe, maybe this will be the one time he'll ever listen to his messages and feel bad. I don't know. He might want to try and get some votes. So maybe call him and tell him what you think about what's going on. However you feel. Either way. Always. Whatever. Uh, and then, of course, you know, uh, fight the power and Black Lives Matter. Thanks for listening, guys. The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. And coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. Hey, Conros, this is Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio, hanging out here, just enjoying my quarantine time at home, and I hope everyone else is doing the same, social distancing and minding their manners and listening to the orders while we get all this health stuff, health crisis straightened out and get this pandemic under control. I hope everyone's doing their part to flatten the curve, but doing their part also means supporting small businesses. Local businesses here in Conroe, uh, restaurants, things of that nature that have been able to stay open, they require the support of their community, so take out uh, is a good option to do. So reach out to those places, order some takeout food if you can afford it and if it's reasonable. Uh, I'm not asking anyone to risk their health, but this, the community has always relied on the, itself to support itself. And this is one of those times where as Conroe, we can stand up together and take care of small businesses and entrepreneurs who've been taking care of us this whole time, helping Montgomery County grow into one of the fastest growing counties in all of America. Uh, thank you very much and stay safe. And stay tuned for more Nerd Thug Radio. Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas A&M Aggie as well. And I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio.